Boom, bizzle, bop. What's going on? It is Molin Zane's podcast, podcast of Rambling Randomness. I am Zane. I am And Mo- the man across from me who, you know, loves to just introduce himself. I do. I'm so egotistical. Here on this Sunday morning, uh, it's the manimal. <laughs> the <It's> animorph. <laughs> I am the shittiest animorph mole. And this is my partner in chrism. Crime, chrism, chrizzle, rye, whatever. This is the Z moneymaker, Z man, Zane. How are you? It's no money now. I am the no money millionaire. Just no Z money millionaire. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. So today is all about the one hit wonders on this gorgeous Sunday. It is beautiful outside. It's so early. It is very early. The reason why we are here today is because, well... Fucking technology sucks. It was a trap. That's it was a what trap. It was. <laughs> it, it was a trap. It was a total trap. Fucking, we, we had some issues. But we're fixing that today. We are rectifying the situation to bring you some eargasm entertainment on this Sunday. It is. It's all about the one-hit wonders. Yes. And uh, there was no, no bigger time for one-hit wonders as far as I'm concerned than the 90s. <laughs> yeah, you know, I gotta say that um, I think the mine came from all the late '90s, <laughs> early 2000s for the most part. Yeah, I, mean, I just I, thought of uh, my, uh, you know, you could say the video music era, but mm. my video music era, mm-hmm. and um, you know, I think we got some good tunes. To play. I think we got a, a lot of good tunes. To tell you the truth, man. Like, I mean, I picked some nice, nice, nice stuff. We got some spanning the '70s, '80s, and '90s. I think we are very good today. No, so what's good? What else oh, is going on? Oh, man, you know, it's, uh, I've actually had a, I, I can't, you know, it's a good thing actually we're doing today, because I need to get something off my chest. I've, I've, I've had actually a rough couple of days. Did you start an account on Adult Friend Finder? No, that was a long time ago. Oh, that was okay. Like, yeah, no. Because they no. sent way too many emails. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've, uh, uh, you know, we talked about last time, um, which honestly, it didn't make the air. So, if you wanted to give a shout out and uh, you know to your friend who, uh, oh, oh yes, went uh, to the great beyond. Yeah, yeah. It, it was a tough week. You know, it was the week of nine eleven. Very somber experience. You know, uh, it was a rainy week for yeah. the most part. It was a tough week at work, and and to top it all off, we lost a great man and William Fay, man, yes. Vietnam vet, father, yes. grandfather. And all around, just an amazing man. Yes. We'll miss you, Bill. And, Thanks. Uh, on uh, Friday, I had lost a friend of mine, uh, Billy Bastiani, to some uh, just bullshit, man. Look, if you guys are doing drugs, oh, I was gonna say, me, was it the drugs? Just, just, just stop. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's time to grow the fuck I, up. I, well, I hear that heroin's a hell of a thing, and it's. You know, he but, honestly, he had this whole deal where he would be clean for me. He had issues. Like I'm not gonna say he was perfect. He had his issues, and uh, well, he he accidentally, as far as we knew, overdosed. That's it, it. It happens to people. Hey, it happened to a friend of mine not yeah. too long ago. Myself, you know. So, and, and then another friend of mine, literally the day after, passed away from a heart failure. So Jeez. it's like I, I really – I've had a rough week, and you know what? This show is really going to help me out because this music makes me happy. And I want to be happy today. And, you know, though, it wasn't all gloom and doom, you know, uh, since our, our terrible taping Friday. Yes. I saw a wonderful 
tribute band. That's right, you did, to, didn't to, you? To some of the masters. Yes. Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers was resurrected oh. in the town of Athens. Yes. With a little group called uh, Damn the Torpedoes. Excellent cover band, man. They had everybody singing along. Like we had, we were doing a harmony for free falling. <laughs> he had the crowd, left crowd, nice. right crowd, back crowd doing the. <laughs> and nice. he had the whole, man. He'd be pointing, and he he had us all in harmony. It was so oh, great. That is, awesome. it was an excellent show. So I did that. You know, uh, yesterday, me and Mo, we took a trip down to uh, yes, we did to a place that we used to, uh, that I used to go to and, all the time. A little little comic shop called October Country down yes. in New Paul. Shout out to see our man Devin. Yes, He's, uh, one of the store managers that, down there. That man knows his shit. He does. He does. We're gonna <sighs> get him up here on this show here yes. to come sometime. Yes. But uh, yeah, shout comics. out to Devin and the OC, good people down there. Very good. Got people. me, got me some good books, and I got me some good ideas to go down and buy <laughs> some books. Cause <laughs> baby, baby, baby.
played. 1973. Come on, feel the noise. And that is come with a C-U-M, not C-O-M-E. That is come on, feel the noise. That's right. Slade, one-hit wonder. That was quite the outfits those guys were wearing in that shit. video. Videos will be posted because this one is just too good oh, to not that post. Was, that was <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. So today, sir, is all about one-hit wonders. Who yeah. is your favorite one-hit wonder? My favorite? Well, I'll be playing my favorite for you. All right. So I'm not going to tell you. No. All right. So that'll be a surprise, people. Yeah, but there's a lot of good ones. Uh, you know, um, one that didn't make my list is uh, Chumbawamba. Tub tub dumping. That's my uh, shit. Yeah, that's that's a that's a damn good one hit wonder. You got to have blind melons. No oh, rain in no there. Rain. You know, I have a feeling they would have been a lot more well, hits they, if they, they didn't Well, they could have been very popular if Shannon Hoon didn't overdose. I think they would have been really well. Yeah, played. you know that song alone still holds. Oh, dude, holds today. I can still listen to that song all day. Like I love that song. People are like, oh, it's a no. I'm like, no, it's not. It's a very well written song. Very well. Yeah, there's a, there's a ton of great songs out there. I, it was funny, though. Like, well, I think we both stuck in kind of like the rock genre because I really couldn't think of like – because when it comes to like hip-hop one-hit wonders and stuff, yeah, they're it, usually featuring an artist that right. makes it popular. But, yeah, you'll never hear about like some of these artists again. Yeah, never. Like, like and Ja Rule comes to mind. Like He wasn't a one-hit wonder, but he was definitely he, a time period wonder. Yes, yes. Like, he came out with like gold for like a year. <laughs> and that was it. And then, then he decided that he was going to get involved yeah. with that fire festival in <gasps> the Bahamas or, or Puerto Rico. Or, <laughs> well, that, that was an absolute disaster. Yeah. You know, you, your five-star catered meal is a cheese sandwich and some lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> your villa oh. is like a half-displayed tent. <laughs> <laughs> With a big uh, hole well, in we it. are doing this one today yes, here, this are. special episode for the people, this is good. It's, it's... because I couldn't repeat what I had done no. two days ago. So we will be getting into that I trap music full at of some fire point. And fury. Oh my god, y'all <laughs> missed some shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, but we are going to make up for it today with this grand old show. And uh, you know what? You want a song? I believe we get into your first song. Yes. All Why don't right. we do that? This is a little ditty. P. Diddy? No, 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 no P. Diddy. I don't even know if he had one hit. I think he did, but Biggie was all <laughs> over Honestly. It. Like, I don't think that guy ever had a popular song. He, that he, he had did one by big himself. hit, and Tupac was dead because of it. And, and, and you, can't, you can't even put, you know, I'm missing you as a hit because nope. that Sting, that Sting song. <laughs> but here's a song called Popular oh. by a group called Not a Surf. Okay, let's do this. So it comes to time just gotta ask yourself, steady to not steady.
Make sure to keep your hair spotless and clean. Wash it at least every two weeks. Once every two weeks. And if you see Johnny Football Hero in the hall, tell him he played a great game. Tell him he liked his article in the newspaper. can't tell you anything else about not a surf because <laughs> that is the only thing i have ever heard from them yeah me too but it's I a bet good they've song. got other songs i just uh they probably i'm not gonna listen to them nope because i want to keep them in the one hit wonder category <laughs> <laughs> oh what a oh, track though jesus oh so we have what's going on sir in the world oh ding ding, ding 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 well today we're gonna keep with that one hit wonder theme and we are going to go with the top one-time WWE champions. Not the world champions. Not, not the NWA not champion. Not the NWA champion. Not the United States champion or the I'm Intercontinental. I'm pretty sure I won the NWA title once. I think you did at some point. <laughs> <laughs> I think you beat R-Truth for it. I believe it was 94. <laughs> yeah, it was R-Truth. That's right. We're at the Civic Center. <laughs> Glens Falls, that is. That's right. Not Poughkeepsie. Not the Poughkeepsie. No, Glens Falls, baby. Glens Falls. The only one that matters. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a two out of three fall. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he beat him with a truth bomb. All right, here we go. Luna Vachon, hell. That's right. <laughs> so here he is, the number 10 one-time WWE champion. But Mr. he's five-time. But he five is a five-time. Five-time champion. World champion, that is. But not WWE champion. This is Booker T, baby. Or King Booker. Show the respect the king deserves. Bow down to the king. He's the man. I do love me some Booker T, though. He is one he of the best commentators they got. I so love good. Booker on the mic. So good. He's just so random. <laughs> Number nine on this list. By the way, this list comes from whatculture.com. Number nine is The Miz. He was only held the WWE Championship once. One time. 
And uh, quite frankly, it was a shitty run. Um, I, and don't get me wrong. I kind of like The Miz because he gets heat the real way. Like, nobody likes him at all. So, like, that's the way to go if you want to be a bad guy in wrestling. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, his title reign was garbage. Um, number eight on this list, Rob Van Dam, Mr. Monday Night. That's right. Mr. RVD420 only held that title once. He was supposed to get it again, but uh, got wellness violated uh, right before he was supposed to win it. Uh, so, What's he uh, doing now? Is he still wrestling? Uh, he makes uh, indie appearances, I think, all over now. I don't think he's signed with anybody. Um, last appearance I saw him in was a very shitty short TNA run, quite frankly. Um, oh, he is getting older now, yeah, but it's yeah. like, I remember, man, RVD in his day was the shit. RVD he, was him the Him and the Sandman were my, were my dudes. Oh, hell yeah. And I was, I was a, actually, I was a Shane Douglas and Tommy Dreamer fan, but RVD and Sabu were my fucking, my dudes, The matches man. he had with Sabu were absolutely off the chain. Fucking crazy. And Sabu couldn't wrestle a lick. All he could do no, was jump no, on shit. No, he couldn't. He really couldn't. But <laughs> R, when him and RVD went, it was good. Oh, yeah. Like, that was the problem. When, when Sabu went with, like, Mick Foley, they, it had to be a ridiculous barbed wire bomb yeah. match. Because neither one of them could throw a rest hold for the life neither one of them dude could wrestle. <laughs> <laughs> Number seven on What Culture's 10, WWE. One-time champions is Pedro Morales. That's right. He the held original. It. That's right. He held it from seventy-one to seventy-three. Man, one time. That was a good longevity. You know, yeah, long. That's a good one time to have know, it. Two years. I mean, that's a very good reign. I mean, uh, let's see. Number six on this list. Fucking JBL, man. It was only one time. One time with the WWE. Had to be a while though, right? It was. A, he lasted. Um, wow, it says here about a year with the title. Seems like longer. It I was, did I was, seem... I was big watching wrestling then. But then he was, you know, he was uh, defending it a lot, though. So yeah, he, he was, was on TV he was a lot. Always, yeah, he was, he was very big I, while I got, he was, you I got to give it to JBL role. as much as, you know, I, I liked him better as the Acolyte, you know what I mean, or the APA JBL. But as his rich, you know, cowboy guy, I dug a very, he was a very good villain. He reminded me of the Million Dollar Man, but without the charisma. You know what I mean? Like but he had some good charisma. He was he was able like he was entertaining. Yeah, he was entertaining. Racist, but entertaining. Number five on this fucking list, Diesel. Big daddy. Big cool. daddy cool Diesel held that title the for a minute man himself. Yes, could not throw anything. He had six moves, six moves, and that's including a hair flip. That was. <laughs> Nice big Still, though, when he beat Bob Backlund for that title. At a house show, nonetheless. He, like, and honestly, who, who did he, like, was it Brett that lost his title to Bob? No, um, um, Backlund uh, won the title against, uh, fuck, who did he win it? See, I thought it was against Brett with that I quit match. You know, it might have been. It might have been Brett. Yes, because uh, Brett didn't want to lose yeah, it he to did, Diesel. And he didn't want to give it up, but, right. but uh, Owen threw it in for him Yes, or that's something. right. I remember that. Yes, Owen threw it in. Oh, man, this uh, internet is taking forever. But uh, let's see. The next couple here, if I can remember right, is, uh, you know what? Fuck that. One-time champion. We're going to end it at Diesel. You know why? Because there's really no other fucking people that I could give. Oh, never mind. Here it goes. <laughs> so, we're not going to end it at Diesel. We're gonna, I remember superstar Billy Graham was on this list. I think he was number two. Oh, no, he's number four. Wow, he was all right, cool. Superstar Billy Graham. That's surprising, though. He only held it for a year. But he did beat Bruno San Martino for it, which was a feat in of itself because Bruno was, like, never going to relinquish that title to anybody. But he really wanted to retire. So they, they kind of 
kind of pushed it on him, but they did it in a really cool way. I thought was, uh, you know, he superstar Billy Graham had his feet on the top rope. Like you don't, you know how most like people put their feet on the bottom rope to like get a little extra leverage for a, you know a shitty win. Uh, he put his feet on the top rope just to emphasize the fact that he had to pin Bruto San Martino. <laughs> uh, let's see number three on the what culture list, Andre. The Giant, yes, that's right. He only held that WWE title one time, and then he sold it to uh, Million Dollar Man, said to be Aussie right after he won it. <laughs> Which actually, technically, puts Ted DiBiase on this list, but he's not on this list. So <laughs> Gorilla Monsoon fucking stripped it from him. It was either Gorilla Monsoon or it was uh, Jack Tunney, but I think it was Gorilla Monsoon who uh, stripped that title from him. Eddie Guerrero only held the WWE title one time, the world title. The other one, he held the NWA quote unquote. WCW world title. Yeah, I was going to say, because he never had the WCW world title either. Not until he came to WWF, yeah. Um, and uh, the number one, one-time world champion, the ultimate <laughs> warrior. That's right, he beat Hulk Hogan in his one and only WWF championship run, and that was a title-for-title title match, the world versus the IC belt. And it was the shittiest fucking slowest match I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, How are you going to beat Hulk Hogan there. with a body splash? It, well, <laughs> the Ultimate Warrior was horrible. Word. I mean, that's just horrible. the worst. That was the worst finisher other than the leg drop of doom from Hulk Hogan <laughs> that I've ever seen in my life. And that was WhatCulture.com's 10 most awesome one-time WWE champions. And that was what was going on. Ding, 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 So, we're going to get into another song. And it's my turn. So, we're going to play a song by a little group called Hot Butter. They did a song called Popcorn. Wait, wait. A, a, a group called Hot, Hot Butter, Butter did a song called Popcorn. Popcorn. And it is... Fucking together like lamb and tuna fish. That's what I'm saying, yo. Shit. Lamb and tuna. Here we go. Popcorn. Hot butter. One hit wonder.
hot butter popcorn. I apologize to everybody. That song is going to be in your brain for a week. I don't know. With, oh. with so many one-hit wonders, you know, I could have about eight songs in my head today. <laughs> oh, so that was Hot Butter Popcorn. This is One Hit Wonders Day. And uh, I believe we have a little segment coming up, sir. Well, between each song, there's a segment. I know. <laughs> I figured I'd just let the people know this. <laughs> well, I have uh, to ask you. Yes. Are you the only one? Oh, am I the only one? And you know what? Probably not. Good possibility. Okay. okay. So. Big world. Yes, it is a very big world. I have one in particular today. And, and, and you know what? I, I hate to bring down the, the mood. I'm going to get serious. Because it has to. It goes with my boy that passed away. Am I the only one that thinks if you're over the age of 30 and you are still doing drugs like heroin, cocaine, and crack, that. I didn't know there was an age limit on drugs. Like, you're too old to do drugs? Well, honestly, you know, I mean, after a certain age, those drugs, you sh- honestly, you should just stop. If you're smoking weed, that's fine. I love weed. I'm never going to give that up. I smoke, obviously. Um, but uh, any, any drug, like, you know, addiction is a bitch. It really is. But after a certain age, am I the only one that thinks that it's – your brain just goes, you know what? Why? Why keep doing this to your body? Why keep putting your family and friends through this bullshit? Because, like you said, they're addictive. Um, and, it, 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 you know, I, I understand the addiction, you know, thing. It's, it's not a disease as far as I'm concerned. Like, you don't get sick and, you know, decide, hey, crack makes me feel better. I'm going to keep doing it. You know, I, I don't know. Uh, am I the only one that thinks that just anything other than weed these days is if you're over a certain age and you have family that you you don't need to do it? I don't, I don't know. I'm just – it really it, – it pisses me off that people can let their brain get the better of them. Like how do you decide to pick up, let's just say, a crack pipe? And smoke that shit until you pass the fuck out. You don't pass out on crack. No, you don't. But if you feel like you're going to, like, I mean, I've seen crackheads. They're, they're all over the place. But, like, there's a certain point, like heroin, okay? Oh, we'll go with heroin. Why do that to yourself? Why take a needle or smoke it? I know people can smoke heroin. But... How do you purposely take a needle full of this man-made chemical and purposely just jam it into your fucking veins to get so retarded that you can't function or, you know, you honestly, I've seen people shit and piss all over themselves on heroin. I'm like, why would you do that to yourself? Speaking of shit, goddamn, kid. <laughs> I had to go, man. <laughs> well, I that broke the move. No, but am I, am, all right, so let me get back to that. Am I the only one who, who thinks that after a certain age, just fucking grow up and stop doing this bullshit? If you're going to do something, smoke weed. If you're a drinker, well, don't do that either. But if you're going to do it, do it. Like, But don't, don't get into that hard bullshit or don't keep doing that hard bullshit when you know goddamn well. 
circumstances are crazy everywhere, so I, I can't judge one way or another because uh, I probably would have done certain hard drugs if given the opportunity. But that's the thing. Like, I um, have done— And I've, I've, I've got an angel on my shoulder where, you know, nobody's ever like, hey, Zane, let's— uh, Let's sniff some some H bomb, <laughs> you know. And you know, cause um, I was an I am an alcoholic. Yes, and, and uh, but you're doing very well. And because <laughs> if I put alcohol in my body, I don't know what I'm gonna do next. And that's that's like an allergy. It's like you know, rolling around in a bunch of poison ivy and right. just thinking I'm not gonna get itchy. Right. But you, you just know? you just literally you proved my point is that you can control. But no, I, you to know, an I extent, you can, I had can... to get I had to get outside help. Right. That's the thing, though. It's not a bad thing to get outside help for this stuff. But if you're just sitting at home and stewing and doing it just to do it, you know you have a problem. Uh, people love what's familiar. That's all right. It's true. You see, you know this stuff more than I do with the the meetings and stuff. Uh, you you've been there with people in doing that. Yeah, and I just know that you know. But but at the same time, you know, I've got one one problem where you know um that stuff is another can of worms that right. I, I don't even understand. Right. You know. Like, so uh, I'm just uh, I count my blessings and I uh now, hope that everybody wakes up tomorrow morning. Yeah. Now you see my addiction, and this is one hundred percent serious, is sex. I've I've I'm a Ted Nugent person. I, if, if somebody was willing back in the day, like I've gotten really good though. Cause I, I married of course, but back in the day, if somebody even fucking wanted to, you know, dip my wick into them, <laughs> I was all for it. I didn't care what they looked what, like. Are you making candles? You know, I didn't, I, but the thing is like, I pussy was all the same to me. You know what I mean? It was an addiction. It was like, didn't I matter, didn't care. It was just a batter of hot wax on a stove. <laughs> Something, Seems you know, to me. <laughs> pocket pussy. You know, I didn't go that far. Stretch but, Armstrong. <laughs> cut that some bitch open. That beanbag chair with a hole in it. You know, I don't know. Fucking something. But no, like I am, I understand the addiction part of it, but I just don't understand how you can't make yourself get over it. Like and control it. Like, I can look at pussy all day long now, but I don't want to fuck it. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, no, let me get, all right. I want to fuck it, but I can't, <laughs> but I can't, and I know I can't because it's wrong. And there's somebody else there with me now that I would, you know, totally devastate if I did that. You know what I mean? And I can't do that, which is, goes the same for drugs like that. Like, you, you know there's people there that would, like, if I was still doing every drug on the table like I used to do, which I stopped, which is great, because if I can do it, anybody can fucking do it, quite frankly. Um, Because I had a really big issue a long time ago with a bunch of stuff. But, like, if... I don't know. I just... You got family, you got people. Just don't fucking do it, man. They depend on you. Why would you fucking do that to yourself and them? So, am I the only one that just thinks it's fucking... Well, no. ...stupid after a certain age, quite frankly, to... I don't know. Simple answer I'll give you is no. All right, cool. Then that's that's all I want to touch on on that because that's just something that's been bothering me for a while. Like I, I don't know. Addiction is a mystery to me. It really is. You're alone in the lucky ones, sir. So let's uh let's move on because I'm getting depressed again. Let's not do this. What do you want to do? Let's 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 play uh let's play something here. It's your turn for a song. I know that. Uh, now, let me ask you. Okay. A phone number that comes to mind. I knew it before I knew my own phone number. I think long I know ago. Which phone number this is. <laughs> Does it have to do with I a girl know named Jenny? I know that when uh, 
you at least should learn this in like first grade. Like, you know, what's your phone number? I I remember this vividly. It's eight six seven five three zero nine. Jenny, this is Jenny. Tommy Two Tone with Jenny. Yes. Tommy Two Tone Word with Jenny 867 5309. Why don't you guys try calling that number? See who owns it now.
<laughs> well, <laughs> you've got a lot of options. That's right. Because <laughs> they don't give you an Eric code. No. Because that's where the hoes are. That's right. They're in different area ask, codes. Ask Luda. He knows. Oh. Well, I've traveled. He's traveled. Back from the future to address your stankin' ass. And bring you a day in, in history. history. Tell us what all this bullshit, Zane. Hello, friends, comrades, and confidants. Comrade. It is finally Friday, the 14th day of September, our year, 2018. On this day in 1960, OPEC was formed. In 1982, Princess Grace of Monaco died when her car plunged off of a cliff. Oh. In 1901, William McKinney died from a bullet wound he received eight days earlier. Oh. I wonder if that was a one-shot wonder. <laughs> this made Teddy Roosevelt president. Teddy! The Teddy Bear! The birth of Ivan Pavlik, 1849, started the world going to dogs. <laughs> Margaret Sanger, 1879. Clayton Moore, 1914. He is the Lone Ranger. The rains <laughs> have ended. Sorry. The sky is clearing. The weekend weather looks delightful. So, let's make it a weekend and adventure. Remember, as I always say, Look for the good that we see all around us. Love to all. Thank you, Father. And that was a day in history. And this is Mike Angelo and the Idols. Fuck everybody. Man, if 
Michelangelo and the Idols, fuck everybody. I have never heard that song. Oh, it was one of my favorites. Roddy Rowdy Piper even covered that song on the wrestling album. But they changed it to For Everybody because, you know, you can't say fuck on the wrestling album. So what'd they change Kiss My Ass to? Kiss My Trash. Oh, okay. Yes, yes. I don't know why, because that doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> you can kiss my trash. That's right. Fucking gotta love Mike Angelo and the Idols though. Such a good song. And they even on the radio they had that was the first song I ever heard that they had to edit on the radio. Ever. They changed it to for everybody, which was dumb. <laughs> well that was like um that CeeLo Green song, I you know. know. I, uh... <laughs> what is it that that uh the the the, the fuck you song or yeah. what is it? Forget you now is it they they changed it to? Forget you. That, that song took on a whole new meaning when mm. I heard the real one. Mm-hmm. First time I played it, I didn't even know I didn't have the unedited song and I was like, oh, oh, I'm bad. My bad. Sorry, guys. <laughs> you know, like that Black Eyed Peas song, Let's Get Retarded. Oh, yeah. Bob <laughs> your head like epilepsy. That's right. They, they changed that. Bob <laughs> your head like me, Apple D. And I, I can never get over that part. No. Because <laughs> I'm like, that's I don't know. It was dumb. It's all right. They they changed the lyrics on like K one oh four to um what is it that that's stressed out? Um no that uh, what the hell's the name of them? Twenty one pilots? Yes, yes. They changed the lyrics to that song where they talk about the bullets flying and, and you'll take a bullet for and they they they, they screw that all up and like they <laughs> over that part. I'm like, really? <laughs> really? <laughs> this needs to be edited? Yeah, you know. I don't know. Oh, my God. But yet, you know, Christina Aguilera can get away with being a genie in a bottle. <laughs> Talking about rubbing her the right way yeah. and all that good stuff. Jeez. I, I tell you. I don't know. Stupid. But I've got a list. <laughs> yes. Ten greatest movie knockouts. <laughs> I'm loving of this. Of history. Loving this. Let's do this. Number ten. It's from a little film called Superbad. <laughs> when... McLovin has a fake ID and spends the whole movie trying to live up to it. <laughs> it's all going well until he runs into a robbery who delivers one of the most beautiful left field sucker punches <laughs> and takes down McLovin. McLovin goes down in aisle three with the band-aids. Oh, McLovin. McLovin. Number nine is Slapshot. Now, Slapshot is a, is a no-mere movie. <laughs> It's an ode to the beauty of violence on the ice. The Hanson brothers provide more knockout punches 
than most action heroes. <laughs> but it's hard to beat the majestic buildup to a single savage <laughs> shot to the head. One clothesline. <laughs> Pow! <laughs> Number eight's a movie I've never seen. Which one? She's funny that way. I don't think I've seen that one either. A screwball romantic comedy featuring all the standard romantic misunderstandings. Though there's no misunderstanding when Jennifer Aniston's feeling... Oh. Jennifer Aniston's in it? Jennifer Aniston, huh? Yeah. Feeling when she catches her boyfriend dating another woman. Uh -oh. He probably won't understand anything at all for a while. She <laughs> catches him with a savage right slug to the jaw. How? <laughs> He's sitting down at the, at the dinner table still. He don't know this is coming. <laughs> She's whack. Yeah, that, that looks like that, I don't think I would a, be able to take no, that punch either. That's definitely a brutal. Number seven, we got Back to the Future. Oh. Punch her around the timeline. Yes. As George scene. McFly finally focuses an entire lifetime of bullying into one perfect point, and that point was at the end of his first of his fist. <laughs> Actor Tom Wilson sold the punch like it was made of gold, and Word. it was glorious. Word. I love how they made you know the guy who tried to rape his wife into their like lackey when they got over in the future. <laughs> Funny. Wash my car, Biff. You tried to rape my wife. <laughs> oh. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Number six, it's good old Happy Gilmore. Oh. Don't got to say much about that one. No, not yeah. at all. The price is the wrong, price is wrong bitch. <laughs> the price is wrong. And Bob Barker, he proves it to Adam Sandler in that one. <laughs> number five, oh, it's another great one here. Oh, shit. Charlie Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's not Charlie. No. But, but if you haven't seen the movie Friday... They never truly understand the uppercuts. No. The perfect. This is Debo. Yeah, Debo. <laughs> <laughs> Described by Red could be, could only be improved by Chris Tucker laying down the most perfect summary by saying, "You got knocked the, the fuck, fuck out, out man. <laughs> Give me my goddamn money." <laughs> number four. It's Friday the Thirteenth, oh. part. What is that? Ruben numerals eight. Eight, yep. Well, Jason takes Manhattan. Of which he didn't, because he was on a boat 90% of the movie. He was on a boat 90% of that movie. He really didn't get into the city. Not at all. Uh, always remembering the three rules of surviving Friday the 13th movie. One, don't stand in front of Jason. Two, don't attack Jason. And the faster and three, you run. definitely don't challenge Jason to a boxing match unless you want the wrong part of the most hilarious knockout in our history as he gets his head knocked clean off into a garbage can. <laughs> Fucking Jason. Number three, Arnold. Oh. As Conan yeah. the Barbarian. Yeah. Conan <laughs> promises to crush his enemies. Like Ivan Drago. Yeah. <laughs> he forget to include punch any camel that gets in his way. <laughs> that camel spit on him and he knocked it, it out. Knocked him the shit out. No camels were harmed. Keeping with uh, knocking out of animals brings us to number two <laughs> oh, in shit. one of the best movies ever made. That would be Blazing Saddles. Word. Probably one of the most racist movies ever made, too. <laughs> but it was all in good fun. Yes, it was. Blazing Saddles is still one of the funniest comedies ever filmed. In the scene where muscle-bound menace Mongo drops a guy and his horse in so wrong we couldn't stop laughing. And I can still watch That's it all day. That's what kids from telling Mongo where to park his bull. And the number one knockout, according to IFC, oh. 
Oh, written by Luke McKinley on March 4th of, we don't know what year. It was a year, but it was March 4th. It was a year. <laughs> uh, we'll say 1994. Yeah, why not? Uh, okay. It was Groundhog Day <laughs> oh, when Bill crazy. Murray gets trapped in a 24-hour loop. <laughs> but he soon realizes that it's an infinite playground to indulge his every desire. Like knocking out Ned, the insurance agent who has been annoying him every day. <laughs> Such a good movie. Uh, and that is your top oh. ten movie knockouts, nice. one hit wonders. That is so dope. That was a good list. I like that. Because almost every movie except for that one with Jennifer Aniston I've seen. Yeah, I haven't <laughs> seen that one either. I might have to. Yeah. I'm not a big rom-com fan, but you know what? Anybody you can know take what? a hit I, like that I, I in a movie, I come to find out watch. that um, they are actually... Like, I like a good rom-com. You know, they, they, they gotta, they're, they're all different, but they all tell the same the, story. The only one I actually liked that was technically a rom-com was When Harry Met Sally. Only see, because, and I'm not a huge fan of that one. Only because I could see fucking what's-her-face there fake orgasm all day. <laughs> such a good fucking scene. <laughs> Like, is that really? That made me question orgasms, like, my whole life after that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Speaking of orgasms. Oh. For our next song. Segway. This is the Butthole Zervers. <laughs> Peppa. Marky got with Sharon, and Sharon got Sharia. She was Sharon, Sharon's outlook on the topic of disease. Mikey had a facial scar, and Bobby was a racist. They were all in love with dying. They were doing it in Texas. Tommy played piano like a kid out in the rain And then he lost his leg in Dallas He was dancing with the train They were all in love with dying They were drinking from a fountain That was pouring like an avalanche Coming down the mountain I don't mind the sun sometimes It shows I can taste you on my lips And smell you in my clothes Cinnamon and sugar Sifting through my ashes Some will fall in love with life And drink it from a fountain That is pouring like an avalanche Coming down the mountain I don't mind the sun sometimes The images it shows I can taste you on my lips And smell you in my clothes Cinnamon and sugary And softly spoken lies You never know just how
was the Butthole Surfers. Beavis and Butthead's favorite band. <laughs> With Peppa. He said, he said Butthole. See, now, honestly, uh, I actually have that album. They had to change the cover of that album from really? the original cover because, yes, it was a cartoon image of a, a butthole? man stabbing himself in the ear with a pencil. That's funny. Yeah, and eventually they changed it to, like, a beaver or woodchuck. I would, I you know what? Know. That's a little bit more offensive than a guy stabbing himself in the ear, quite frankly. <laughs> But uh, the whole album is good. They I probably have a ton. No, like I know, like just on that album alone, they do have some great yeah. songs. But There's that was a song like the called "The Lord one... Is a Monkey." Yes, <laughs> and that is that is a that is a tune. Very good tune. I, I, I recall there's something about cutting off the penis and <laughs> and then sewing it to a gentleman's <laughs> forehead, which is why that song was not played on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's come to the point. It has where come I to the point. Tell people he's gonna be doing that, um, news here. Yeah, it's it's time for me to bore more. Oh, I'm actually kind of digging this update now because I don't watch it anymore. So this is how I get my football news. Oh, my dad's calling me. I'll have to call him uh, back. Yes, but Hi, it Daddy. is time for the world of fantasy, Ooh. the world of magic and unicorns. <laughs> it's time for me to talk about foosball. The foosball's the devil. <laughs> Playing that foosball. <laughs> oh, well, last week I rejoiced in oh. week one after uh, about seven hours. <laughs> Miami was able to defeat the Titans. Oh, that means that Dolphins can defeat Titans. <laughs> Fact now. Facts. That is facts. And today, one o'clock, I have a date with my television. Yes, he does. Because hence why I got to get out of here it, by eleven. <laughs> it is the Dolphins playing them F U C K Jets Jets Jets. <laughs> now the Jets they were all the talk this week after manhandling the Detroit Lions in their own house Oof. like forty something to not oh, very much. They spanked that ass. Huh? They spanked it. Damn. And that brings me to the most clever name. In fantasy football. And that is Jake Hunts Adam in the Goodwin of Eden. <laughs> See, because of all our fantasy teams that we play on, we have to incorporate names of players into our team name. I have incorporated one, two, three, four of my team members' names in one name. Nice. Very good stuff. But in week one, I was smacked. Absolutely manhandled Uh-oh. by uh, another player of the league. I lost like 150 to 119. Ooh. He had two players that just went buck wild in week one. God damn. This week I'm coming back strong, though. I'm feeling good that really? they still got me as an underdog here in week two. Where I uh, I got a good matchup. I got a good matchup. I'm hoping that Kareem Hunt does well. Melvin Gordon's got to do good. I did make one switch this week. I did. I did it on Thursday where I took out Corey Davis, Uh-oh. wide receiver for Tennessee, because they're playing Houston. Houston's oh. got a tough defense. Yeah. I put in Chris Thompson, running back from Washington. Now, he's not going to get a ton of touches, but they like to throw the ball out to him out of the backfield. Gotcha. Last week, he scored 21 points on my bench. Ooh. That's no good. That is no good. Yeah, you're not going to get me no points sitting no. on my bench. No. Corey Davis got 12, so I made the one switch. Somebody actually offered me a trade for Corey Davis for Kelvin Benjamin of Buffalo, and I said, no, sir. No, sir. No trade. 
No. Ah. Uh, Goddamn. So, but here you know it is. Week named... two of fantasy football. I'm uh, I'm expected to lose 113 <gasps> to 120. Oh shit. You know what? So if but you win, fantasy football is all about chance. That's right. It really is. Or if you're really good at it, I don't know. But but, but I haven't won the the league yet. But I'm coming for that belt. <laughs> at least you got a guy named Kareem, and you know guys named Kareem are awesome no matter what. Yeah, they really are. <laughs> I also have a, a guy named Luck, Luck and Cooks. Oh shit! Does he have Watson. good luck? Oh shit! <laughs> you have. <laughs> I also have a man named Gallup. Yeah. <laughs> I take it he doesn't do much of that, huh? He's <laughs> he's a rookie on Dallas. He oh, sits on my bench right now. He's, he's we'll see. It. We'll see what we'll he see. can do. He, maybe he'd be a good sleeper in my keeper league. You know, sometimes them rookies, man. Yeah, you never know with them rooks. You never know. So, that's uh, Go Fins today. Go one o'clock against the Jets. Going to be on the prime time. Oh, man. Well, one o'clock prime time. He's got a date with his couch. I do. I have to be there for it. <laughs> they can't win without me. Uh, uh, so hit me with some tunes. Yes, this is another one-hit wonder. This is Mr. George Kranz. He had a couple of songs, but this is the only one to top the charts. This is called Din Dada. <laughs> Don't do back! Da, da, da. 
George Krantz, Din Dada, from the Breakin' soundtrack. That's right. One of the OG breakdancing songs. It was the only song that he really had that was cracked the top ten, as far as I can remember. Keep those windmills breezy. That's right. Oh, so, that was George Krantz, another one-hit wonder. And, sir. Good news. Yes. Now, Mo, let me ask you. Sure. How many times have you been eating your ice pop? And you know what? You want to put that shit down in the car, running into the store to get some milk and some bread because Hurricane Florence is a coming. Or came, depending on what day it is. And <laughs> you get back to the car and your ice pop, it be melted. Oh, I hate that shit. Oh, well, fear no more, my friend. Fear no more. <laughs> Fear the people at the Good News Network, they bring us a story of the world's first non-melting ice lolly. What? That's what I'm saying. Check this out. They show a picture of an ice pop getting torched by a blowtorch. Now, that while cannot be is, safe. While <laughs> somebody is licking it, mind you. This is horrible. That's a bad idea. <laughs> the ice pop, not itself. The ice pop itself is a good idea. The person using a blowtorch against somebody's face with an ice pop is a bad idea. <laughs> well, the good people from Bomb Pass and Pear have created this. Nice. They've adapted a recipe of piecrite. Now, piecrite was developed in World War II using a mixture of sawdust, wood pulp, water, and would freeze it. They used this to create non like like a cement-like substance that they could put on the ocean. Huh. So, the ingenious people at Bomb, Barton Pear said, hey, you know what's delicious? Sawdust and wood pulp. You know, <laughs> it's good in fiber, too. <laughs> but they took that same idea and made a ice pop that says that it can withstand 75 degree Fahrenheit. What? 24 degrees Celsius for those around the world. <laughs> And uh, it won't melt for about 24 hours. Jesus Christ. Now, they are not using the sawdust-wood pulp combo because, you know, I believe that that would taste like shit. Right. <laughs> so instead, they're uh, filling theirs with fruit fibers. That's it. Yeah, just fruit fibers. Just fruit fibers? Yeah. <laughs> so I guess, you know, that I wonder if they're dry fruit fibers or... Wet fruit fibers? I'm still not sure I don't know. how this stays I don't, yeah, frozen. Because, you know, if I take frozen fruit, it melts. Very fast, actually. <laughs> like, you know, you get a bag of frozen strawberries. If you put them out, they do not stay frozen. <laughs> so I want to know what else is in here that is keeping this shit frozen. Word, because I don't know if that's healthy. Either that or people. it must be, like, pulped up so much that there's really not a lot of liquid in it. That's possible. Almost like freeze-dried ice cream. Who, who would want to lick a fucking bar of goddamn sawdust, though? I would <laughs> love to see the first promotional, like, I, I would love to be able to, to make the the uh, advertisement for this because I've got I've got so many ideas of what to do with these pops. They're not just good for licking no more. That's right. You got a hole in your boat? Fill it with a popsicle. There you go. You got those non-melting ice pops? Guess what? You're out of ice packs? Throw them in your cooler. Yep. <laughs> you got a kid that won't shut up? Just give him that Stick ice a pop in his That's mouth. That's right. 
everlasting non-dripping lolly. It's like an everlasting gobstopper. So shit. Those things do not last. They don't even last an hour. <laughs> nope. False advertising there too. <laughs> I want the ones from Willy Wonka, the weird fucking <laughs> jawbreaker shape with the fucking. So that's the good news. That is good news, though. I know, you know. I, good I'm, news for parents with sloppy kids. Or me. <laughs> or Zane. Because I'm wearing white. <laughs> if I wear white, it's over. It's done. They're not, I don't even have to have red sauce around me, and it's, it's on me. Like, I'm like, when did I eat spaghetti? Six weeks ago. Somebody like six tables over yeah. has spaghetti, and he'll leave with it on him. <laughs> oh, does that bring us to my last song? Uh, it does, sir. Good. Good, because I want to play show, this song. The show went fast. Yeah, that'll happen when we have everything ready. And I know, right? It's Sunday morning. I have to and, poop and again. he has got football, and he's got to poop again, so. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this it's is Sunday. one of the best names for any artist. Because by the name of Jamira Kwai. Jamira Quizzle. With one of the coolest hats. Virtual Santa. Yeah.
video too just him on a fucking moving floor in a room and that's all it did it was great yeah that was all over the video music awards that year i remember yes, it that was he even did that live on stage with a yeah, moving floor yeah, which was yeah. The well shit. they had a bunch of uh like treadmills yeah yeah <laughs> which was actually kind of cool it honestly. was it was a cool show according to this he's still performing oh my god he's gonna man. be at the uh the halloween on the hooli oh Sounds, down in Florida. That sounds cool. I haven't seen. I would love to see him. Live, and he's also honestly. playing in Russia. <laughs> that I can't. The imagine. Swanee, not the Hooli. The, the Swanee, Swanee River, yes. yeah. The yes. Swanee is up Hulloween. here. The Hooli is up here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was the, that was the other weekend. I went to that. Yeah, I went to the Hooli. Oh well, well I want to thank you. Yes. For sitting here across the way with me today. Yes, and I would like to thank you, the steam, because. You know, after the last debacle we had. Oh, uh, that was tough. So that was, tough. That was, that was tough news to take. It was. It was such a great show. You guys missed a good one. You really did. Trap music and all, you missed it all. But it was such a good... Oh, Trap will be back. Yes, we are going to be doing this. We're going to be we revisiting it. done with so much fervor, but... We just couldn't... Uh, we, we couldn't feasibly see ourselves doing it I couldn't do again. the same show again. No. It so wouldn't be right. We just love to give you guys new, fresh content. <laughs> oh. oh. So, next week... What's happening? We are celebrating Jim Henson Month. So next week is our Jim Henson show. Muppet Muppet show. Because it is Jim Henson's birthday on the 25th of this month. Our show will be the 21st. So we are going to give you guys, spanning all of his career from movies to whatever his company was involved in, movies, TV, whatever, the music that made those things special because it was. I remember a lot of Muppet stuff, a lot of Jim Henson music. And uh, that's where we're at next week, sir. Once again, I want to thank you. I want to thank Sarah, who came in on Friday. Yes, thank you, Sarah. She'll be uh, con- contributing yeah, a lot yes, of stuff indeed. to the website soon. So Check us out on the Facebook yes. at DZNT. That is right. And I'll tell you that um, live a perfectly normal life. Just realize, accept, and understand that it will never be perfectly normal. Keep your stick in the ice. Chicago way. He had a boogie style that no one else could play. He was a top man at his craft. But then his number came up and he was gone with the draft. He's in the army now, a blowing reveille. He's the boogie woogie bugle boy of Company B. They made him blow a bugle for his uncle Sam. It really brought him down because he couldn't jam. The captain seemed to understand. Because the next day the cap went out and drafted a band. And now the company jumps when he plays Reveille. He's the boogie woogie bugle boy of Company B. A toot, a toot, a toot, a toot, a toot, he blows it to the bar. In boogie rhythm, you can't blow a note unless the bass and guitar is playing with them. He makes a company jump when he plays Reveille. He's the boogie woogie bugle boy of Company B. He was a boogie woogie bugle boy of Company B. Busy as a bzzz bean. And when he 
he plays. He makes the company jump A to the bar. He's a boogie boogie bugle boy of company B. Do 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 da da do da da do do. He blows it A to the bar. He can't blow a note if the bass and guitar isn't with him. And the company jumps when he plays Reveille. He's a boogie boogie bugle boy of company B. Reveille, he's the boogie woogie bugle boy of Company B. 